This is Tell Me What to Read, a podcast from the booksellers at Booktopia, where every week I chat with some enthusiastic booktopians about the books they love and why you might love them too. I'm Ben Hunter, Booktopia's fiction category manager. I am recording this on unceded Mongol country. We pair our respects to elders past, present and emerging and extend that respect to any First Nations people listening today. Today on the show, we are Back talking about Booktoberfest, our extravaganza of exciting releases that all kind of coalesce around the month of October every year. And my goodness, there are some amazing books this year. Uh, in this episode, I'm joined by the incredible Amy Evans and Shanu Prasad. How are you both? Good, thank you. Hello, very good. Um, let's talk about the most gifty books of this season. So let's talk about the kids' books and let's talk about the cooking and lifestyle, the chunky things you want to have on your coffee table, and maybe even under the Christmas tree later in the year. Um, Amy, tell me about what's exciting you in the world of kids' books. Uh, so I'm going to kick it off with my personal favourite and probably my most anticipated book of the year. But I don't think I'm being too selfish because I think it's a lot of people's most anticipated book of the year. Uh, we are finally getting Heartstopper Volume 5 hey. by Alice Osman in are December. We? Are we? We are. It's coming in December, on December 7th. And then in equally exciting but also pretty sad news, next year we'll be getting the last volume, Volume 6. So it is coming That's okay to a because we're only talking about Booktoberfest, so we're talking about good news, good which news. is you get five volume this year five is before coming. Christmas. Um, so volume, in December, so like really sneaking it in before the end of the year. Just sneaking it in, yes, but still Fans a great Christmas waiting. present. Uh, volume 5 sees Nick and Charlie still very, very much in love, but they're facing the challenge that Nick is going to university next year. Sorry. So I'm sure there's going to be some angst. Um, but the whole world knows how popular the series has been and it makes me really happy that there's like a new generation of kids that can appreciate how amazing the series is. I used to read it on Tumblr back in the day in like 2015. I love that. So it's really cool now because like my niece and nephews love it and Aww. that's their Christmas present ticked off. Excellent. Oh, that's, that is thrilling news. Um, uh, what else in the world of kids? What about the, the little kids, the big kids, kids at Climber Rocks? Um, well, staying on sort of junior fiction YA, if you're not a heartstopper girly, um, there is also a new book in the Aragon world coming oh, this year. This is going back to my era. <laughs> exactly. So it's a big nostalgia pick. Um, he has finally returned to the world of Aragon with book five, Murta. Um, Like you, Ben, I remember reading this waiting for the school bus when I was in year seven. Oh, um, horrible. So I love that it's still like a massive phenomenon. Uh, the book is set seven years after the events of the Inheritance Cycle and follows Murtar and his dragon Thorn, who have been exiled. Uh, but it's been 12 years since the last book in this series, so I recommend everyone start their rereads now in anticipation for November. Oh, I love that. And is it? A, is, I, I remember them being huge hardbacks. Maybe it's just because I was a kid. <laughs> no, I also have a memory of them being pretty chunky. They were definitely chunky guys. They well, were they're, definitely big. they're fantasy. Like it's, it's even though it's, it's YA, it's, it's, it's written fantasy. into the rules of the books that if it's a fantasy book, it must be at least twice the size of a normal book. Correct. Yes. And yeah, we're all reading Fourth Wing and Rebecca Yaris right now, but uh, Paolini uh, did Dragon. It's like the OG. It's the OG Dragon Man. <laughs> 
Yeah. And so I the best that. so the best thing is not only is this perfect for um people that are like maybe kids that are reading it now that are fans, but also for anyone that was a fan and now has kids and can introduce them to the series and can start the series. So it's like perfect for everyone. Yep, for everyone. And it's such a nostalgia pick, even just like to give to yourself. When I heard this was coming, I messaged so many of my friends and they were like, you're joking. <laughs> I'm so excited. And the best part about books as opposed to, say, movies when they take 12 years to make the next one or TV series or something like that is that uh, you can just continue on exactly wherever you want to from whatever just happened, if you want, without it being weird because there's no aging actors. Aging actors. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. Or, or sets that no longer exist or outfits that need to be changed to make or, it make or, sense. Or, or like, or... C- like CGI graphics. Yeah. That- like sucked. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I th- that's why I love that about books, that they can just go wherever you, wherever you just you jump are. right back into the yep. world. Yes. Right back in. Oh, I love that. Um, Sanu, uh, let's, let's, let's uh, pivot. Let's talk about lifestyle books. Oh, um, sure, sure. Yeah, let's go from dragons to eating food. Not dragons, though. You wouldn't be eating dragons. That would be bad and strange. Uh, what, tell me real. about a meal fit for a dragon. I uh, really couldn't do that, but I will tell you about the books that are going to be really great this year, the great new cookbooks. How about I do that instead? Yeah. Although, what do dragons eat? People? Besides people, obviously. Meat? <laughs> do they? Oh, then I do have a book fit for dragons. Sorry. Sorry, Excellent. Ben. Sorry, I'm ben. a vegetarian, but you can tell Amy <laughs> about this. Amy, so there's this great book coming out from a very, very well-known um, Melbourne-based um, chef who has a extremely popular butchery in Melbourne, which I wish they'd bring one into Sydney. I know we have great butcheries in Sydney too, but I really like this one in Melbourne. And um, it's really hard when you go to Melbourne, especially if you're flying on a plane, because you can't really take raw meat home. <laughs> with you on the plane. Frowned upon and weird. I and have weird. that problem yeah. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so the only thing I've ever bought from there is like a small knife, which also didn't go on the plane. Don't worry. I uh, drove to Melbourne that time. Um, but anyway, <laughs> despite all that, <laughs> the cookbook is called Meatsmith and um, the cover is amazing. It's um, like a beef wellington, which uh, if you've watched the most recent series of Top Chef, you will know is actually one of the most difficult things to cook because you cannot tell as you're cooking it, if it's cooked enough or not, because it's fully encased in pastry. Um, and so I did hear about there was a few, they had to make a few to get the exact right one for the cover. Excellent. <laughs> um, but I'm like, I will totally take any of those leftovers um, from the ones that didn't quite make it. Um, so this book is going to be just the most perfect, um, the most perfect book uh, for anyone that loves meat, cooking meat. Um, meat dishes, um, beautiful ones, ones that are really interesting using, you know, um, they recommend, you know, ethical meat, um, you know, the healthiest you can be without being a vegetarian. How to get the best cut. Yep. And um, and so I, I think that this will be uh, very popular with lots of people. And then one amazing part of the publishing industry that I love so much is sometimes when someone does something and then other people do something that just complements that without knowing and from all different publishers. So not only this year do we have Meat Smith, a book all about meat, we also have um, Josh Nyland's third book called Fish Butchery, which is just a, a masterpiece type of book where it's like so interesting because it's so perfect for like if you want to be a chef, then you need this book to understand how to treat fish correctly. But also if you don't want to be a chef and you just but you still love food, then this book is also amazing because it's got fantastic recipes. And then if you don't even like want to be a chef or even really like food, you can still get this book because it is so beautiful and so well designed that it's just like it could just be a coffee table book. Is this the one you're telling me that's a cookbook but it's got illustrations from Reg Mombasa? Absolutely correct. And we will even have um, a competition 
where you might be able to win a print. A reg? A reg print <sighs> from the book. I'm going to buy this book I'm not going to yeah. cook from so I can get a reg. <laughs> and it's also signed. But see, oh. you can put it on your coffee table. Love that. Yeah, so it's great. So, but Ben, I have a book for you. Oh, tell me about it. Yes, because not only do we have the book on meat and then we have the book on fish, we have the book on fruit. Fruit. <laughs> <laughs> from <laughs> the whole pyramid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From um, Fruit Nerd. So okay. Who oh, is, no, I've seen these. Yes. Yeah, and he tells you how to get the best fruit and like why you shouldn't buy this kind of onion. Yes, he's amazing. He's absolutely amazing and so enthusiastic. You have never met anyone as passionate about um about uh, about fruit and veg than um than the fruit nerd. <laughs> yes. And so the book is called Don't Buy uh, Fruit and Veg um without me and um not without me but without him and that's without his advice. <laughs> I I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and lots of incredible recipes. Um but then I know that there's something else that you love as well as fruit and veg. And bread? Well, bread, but also <laughs> I mean, cake. And, yeah. And Ice cream and <laughs> cheese. Ben. Keep going. Cheese. What is the thing when you go on holidays that you're always, always bringing back as your like treat from your trips? Cheese. Yeah, I do like cheese. Yeah, exactly. So, um, not only is there the meat, the fish, the fruit and veg book, but there are not just one, two books about cheese for two, Christmas. Two two books about cheese. Two books about cheese. Um, one of them is um a one about how to um. It's really more about how to make cheese called There's Always Room for Cheese, which is such a true thing, mm -hmm. um, by Colin Wood, who um, sort of blew up big time during COVID making this incredible Jersey milk cheese that was available through um, uh, Polly, this restaurant in Sydney, which there's a connection to, which I'll talk about in a second. And then the other book about cheese is more about um, sort of, you know, how to like pair them together with um, with each other and also with other, other things and recipes, you know, with cheese. And it's by... Um, uh, the uh, children of Will Studd, a.k.a. Australia's cheese expert. Ellie and Sam Ellie Studd. Ellie and Sam Studd. The best things in life are cheese. Exactly. Exactly. What a title. Exactly. And then, if that's not enough, if you weren't just happy with books on meat, fish, fruit and veg and cheese, then there's also this incredible uh, new uh, pasta book uh, by Jacqueline Krupe, who is a um, – uh, Melbourne bookseller and also uh, has written two other books about gardening like a nono and doing something else like a nonna, which had go off every year. And um, uh, she has written a book called Pasta Love, which is like Australia's answer to pasta grannies, if you remember the, those books from the last few oh, years. Oh, I love those. Yeah. And she is so passionate about pasta. And this book, uh, which we also have some signed copies of, um, is, is just a love letter to um, pasta and nonnas who make the pasta. And so if you – if like, like every single recipe in this book looks incredible and I will certainly be adding them to my uh, repertoire. So I think we've covered nearly – oh, sorry. There's one more food group that we haven't covered. The most yes, important let's, food – Let's balance it out. <laughs> food group of them all, which is, of course, chocolate. Yeah. So – so the the last the last book in the uh, food pyramid of books that we want to talk about is um, Kristen Tibbles, who is also known as the uh, Queen of Chocolate. Um, she uh, is known to a lot of people, but she's got uh, this a very successful Foxtel series. She's got a cooking school. Um, she's been around for uh, for ages, doing just the most incredible things with chocolate. And her book, um, which we have already been very lucky to have tried some of the recipes from this book, and they are delicious. In fact. The recipe that we got to try was so good, we just assumed it had come from a shop. Um, and it's called uh, Chocolate All Day. 
And uh, sorry, Kirsten, I meant Kirsten. So Kirsten Tibbles um, has written this uh, incredible book with the really, really lovely cover, which is very appealing to me. And I definitely want to make the thing on the cover. And um, it's basically anything that you want to make out of chocolate, anything that you want to know about chocolate, she will make and tell you about in this book. I love that. Mm. I was I was angling for like the perfect segue when you're on pasta because Amy, the new Clarice adventure is the pasta disaster. The pasta disaster, By yes. Megan Hess, who um, I, I just I know you guys love Megan a yeah, lot. Yeah, we love Megan Hess at Booktopia. Um, it's such an amazing time for new kids' books, but you really can't go past a Megan Hess. Uh, Clarice, the chicest mouse in Paris, uh, is back for another adventure, and this time she's in Italy preparing for the Venice Film Festival. Uh, it's the seventh book in the series. Um, it is so cute. It is so cute. There is one illustration in the book where she's got this plate of pasta and the cheese that's on it, and it's so much cheese, and I'm like, now that is the right amount of cheese to that's go on the pasta. That's how you do pasta. That is how you do pasta. So much parmesan. And and she's wearing the most fabulous outfits. And I was like, that that I love. Mouse is living its best life. Best life. I want to be Clarice. I aspire to be Clarice. Yes, yes. I don't think a book has made me feel as jealous of a fictional character as Eloise lived a in the plaza. fictional animal, animal character. Yes. As you remember the, you know, when El, those books, when oh, Eloise yeah. lived in the plaza, I'm like, I want to live in the, I want to live in a fancy hotel. But now I just want to be Clarice. I want to be a chic mouse traveling around Europe. Correct. Yeah, and as usual for a Megan Hess book, um, it's the most stunning thing you've ever seen. Mm. Gold sprayed edges, foiled cover. It's the best gift you can give. Yeah, and I may have a copy of that I bought for myself. Yeah, I also have my own <laughs> personal copy. <laughs> oh, I love that. Um, what else should we highlight um, before we move off this, uh, like, segment quarter of Booktoberfest and into some other reach of it in our next episode? I mean, I have so many books. Can I just mention, I know like we, I know we're supposed to talk about, I just want to mention one more cookbook if I can. Of course you may. Yeah. Sorry. Because I couldn't, it was, it had a sort of tangential connection with the, one of the books I talked about, but I couldn't like work it in. Like you know, it's, it's hard sometimes as we just discovered. Um, the, the last book I really, really think I need to mention, um, there's two actually, um, but this one is that had the connection to the cheese book is the book um, that I think a lot of people have been waiting for because this is a lot of people's favorite restaurant. If you say to people, hey, what's your favorite restaurant in Sydney? A lot of people will say Esther. Right. And especially a lot of people from places that aren't Sydney. So it's really exciting for people, yes, that live in Sydney, but also particularly for people that don't because Esther has a cookbook and there are lots of recipes in here that are from the restaurant. So if you can't get to the restaurant, you can try and recreate that at home. I can't get a reservation, but you can buy it on Booktopia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And he came in and signed copies, which was very generous of him with his time because he, you know, works in that restaurant <laughs> every day it's open. Um, and not only that, but he's also, um, you know, you, it's not just a, you know, a, a restaurant cookbook. It is actually a cookbook with lots of ideas about flavor and philosophy of food. And it's just the photography, again, is stunning. It's like it's like a whole package. So it's like, again, that perfect present um, for someone that's just a food or design or both obsessed. So I highly, oh, yeah. highly recommend that. Pickled mussels. Exactly. And then there's another book that I want to recommend that I think is going to be one of those books where, yeah, it's, it's, it's absolutely for the fans and it's doing so well now. Um, and there's, uh, but I think it's going to even really come into its own in a couple of months when everyone is indulged and overindulged themselves at Christmas time. And that's a book by um, uh, inf social influencer and absolute superstar Sarah's Day. 
And oh. so the last thing I need, think we need to talk about for cookbooks, and I'm just going to uh, sort of mention them all together in a, in, a, in, a, in a bunch, even though they're all amazing and all deserve to have be spoken about for 20 minutes each, because they're all from what I like to call trending tastemakers. As in here are the people that you've been following on TikTok, on Instagram, on YouTube, on Facebook maybe if you're older than me, um, <laughs> and you know, but on all the social media platforms. And they're the people that you go to and that you trust and you go, I know that if they tell me about this, about this recipe or, you know, that it's going to work. And so these people have put out books and I have looked at these books and they are, if you, if you never heard of these people, they are books that have, I agree, the recipes are great. They're fantastic. They will work. They will do what they, what they say they will, and you'll be happy eating them. So the books that I'm going to mention are, that's what I reckon, Booktopia's Love Nat. Everyone loves Nat. Nat is an amazing guy and his books are incredible. And this book is a finally that big, fat cookbook, hardcover, incredible That's what that we've been, have been waiting for. for. Yep. Good. Yep. We have um, uh, Baking Yesteryear, um, by, um, uh, which we've talked about previously on, on podcasts where you get to make all of the, you know, the previous. Vintage recipes. Exactly. We have, Molly, yep. we have Molly Bazza's new book, More is More, because – you can't have a cookbook called Less is Less, can you? More is more. Um, oh, I've seen that That is that cover itself is like, it's a lot. It's a lot, exactly. <laughs> we have a new Snoop Dogg, a new Snoop Dogg cookbook. Not Snoop Dogg's first cookbook. No, no, no. Snoop Dogg's second, second cookbook. cookbook. Yeah, but that first cookbook goes off. People love that cookbook. Um, but he's got a second one. It's going to be amazing. And then the the final one, which I think is going to have this amazing uh, even second wind heading into New Year, New You, because it's all incredibly healthy food, is by um, sensational superstar of Instagram, um, Sarah's Day. And the book is called Sunny Side Up. And it is a gorgeous cover. I love the cover so much. I can see that's being styled on every single coffee table in every single person's house. For sure. And then the recipes in there are like those kinds of recipes where they're healthy and they're good for you, but they don't look like they are. So they taste good too. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I like when that yeah. works. So they're all the cookbooks. I mean, there's still a thousand more, but they're all the cookbooks I'm going to mention today. I, I <laughs> am now very hungry. I don't know about you guys, but uh, I'm going to go have a meal. Uh, we're going to be back next week with more delicious and nutritious and um, brain-exploding recommendations from our Booktober Best Extravaganza. Uh, so um, subscribe where you get your podcast and tell a friend about it. Uh, there'll be links to the books we've discussed in the notes for this episode. Uh, tune in next week. There'll be episodes every week. Don't go anywhere. <laughs>